Ah, motherhood. One minute, your mom of the year. I love you, mommy. Then the next? Mm, not so much. From bath time to bullying, from potty training to puberty, parenting is full of challenges. But one thing is for certain, you are not alone. Welcome to Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, author, mother, parenting expert, Tara Clark. Join me while we tackle today's Modern Mom Problems. Welcome back to another episode of Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, Tara Clark. If you like what we're doing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. You know, here on Modern Mom Problems, we try to solve the world's problems. And if we can't do that, well, at least we're having fun talking about them. Today, I'm really excited for this conversation. Today, we're going to be talking about how not to raise dusty children with Eric Taylor. Eric Taylor is a popular content creator who challenges parents to be their best selves. His focus is calling out the good and the bad, inspiring other dads to step up in the most important role they'll ever have. He makes an impact through laughter and honest debate, asking how we can be better as partners and parents. Eric, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tara. Super excited to be here. Been following you for a minute. My wife put me on to you. I was like, this this woman gets it. So let, let, me, let me see if we can talk. So I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here because I was really looking forward to this all week long. I absolutely love your videos. They crack me up. You and I have even collaborated on a video before too. So Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a dadfluencer, as they call us on the socials. Been at it for about two years now. I started off as, you know, a consumer. I was just swiping and then decided one day, you know, let me just start creating some stuff and recently niched down per my, my wife's advice. And it's really been blowing up lately. Uh, my, my primary focus is, you know, I'm a dad of two wonderful daughters, husband to an amazing wife. And I'm just trying to be the best version of me every day. Definitely fail at it regularly, just did this morning, but trying to get better every day. What inspired you to create this series? How, how did your background influence it? So I saw a video of a, a father who I think was actually in front of the Eiffel Tower or somewhere exotic and said, you know, taking my daughter to, to beautiful places rather than, you know, so your dusty son doesn't try to impress her with Austin. And another one was Miami. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was a while ago. And I was like, okay, that's hilarious. And then I thought about it like, dude, this could apply to so many things in life, right? And so I just started making different videos, right? Just initially I was recording myself and then my wife started joining in, making it a little bit more smooth on the Zoom and things. But my purpose of it is to help my daughters recognize their worth, what they deserve really in this life. And not that daughters can't be dusty. That's I get comments like that all the time. Daughters can be dusty too. Like, yeah, yeah, obviously. But I'm talking about my daughters, right? So I'm trying to give them the best confidence, the skills, and the knowledge to to get what they really deserve. I think I've I've met too many women in my life that have they were raised by or had, you know, dusty sons come into their lives where they thought that they deserved less than, than what they really were worth. 
Right. And, and that's something that I want to make sure that my daughters have is the inner confidence and the knowledge in, in who they are. They're a daughter of God, that they're strong, that they're beautiful. But the, the beauty is not the only thing that makes them. What makes them is who they are and what they care about, that they have more purpose than just to have some guy think that they're okay, if that makes sense. The way I operate is I, I try to make it f- funny, but it, it is actually something I really believe in and that I'm actually doing, right? I'm trying, I don't make content just to be performative to say, oh, look at me. This is, it's not about me, right? It's about our community and it's about, it's about girls getting better because they deserve better. I, I think they, there's too many, too many girls, too many women that I know that haven't been treated correctly and thought that it was okay just because there have been, you know, the concept of boys will be boys or, you know, this is just how they should be treated just because their dad treated them that way. Like, nah, you, you deserve better than that. And I'm trying to, to spread that awareness. So like what makes a person dusty? I, when you and I collaborated on our post together, I had so many of my followers being like, what does dusty mean? What is that? What is that? That's a great question. And I feel like I need to make a video series of what it actually means, but yes, the honest, I mean, it's, it's all of the answers or all of the, the things that I'm calling out. Right. Cause my goal is to call out the good and the bad, but the bad so that we can change and make it good. Right. But dusty to me is, I mean, it's an old saying we, uh, I'm, I'm half black. So we grew up just saying, Oh, yo, dusty, like, calling somebody dusty because they physically were literally dusty or you had ashy knees or ashy elbows or something, right? That was a thing. But thinking of the word dusty is literally being stuck in the dirt that you're used to, right? If you're dusty, you're, you're, you've been laying down in the dirt long enough. All you know is the dirt that's around you, right? And that's for many men and women. uh, we're, We're raised up with a certain knowledge of things and how things are supposed to be done. And all we know is what we know, but it's not until somebody comes by says, Hey, why are you laying on the, in the dirt? Why is your nose in the dirt? I don't know. Well, get up and let's dust that off. You deserve better. There's more here. There's more that we can do. And there's so much of it. So that dust really, it, it, comprises of ignorance, of uh, narcissism, of trauma, fear, pain, loathing. There's all kinds of the roots of what make men do the things that they do. And the dusty ones, it's, it's all, it's bad. You know, it's dirt, it's bacteria. It's the stuff that's going to get in your nose and make you sick. It's a disease. And we have to try to wipe that off, clean it off, and, and work on it to be better. Yeah, we talk a lot about breaking generational cycles. And this is part of that, right? And I think the first step of that is building awareness to things. Just like you said, if someone's laying in the dirt, and they're like, yeah, but this is the way that my parents always treated me, or this is the way that it just is. You, when you build their awareness, they could take a step back and go, oh, wait a second. I could live in a different way. I could live in a better way. I could live where I'm helping people, where I'm not selfish, where I'm not, you know, just only acting in my own best interests. So I absolutely love that. But I I think you're right. I think it starts with self-awareness. And going back to what you said is like, we don't know what we don't know. You know, and, and my husband and I often would talk about that in terms of, I mean, this is sort of a different conversation, but I'll go there anyway. It's like, 
going to college or like acting in a certain way. Like if you didn't have family parents that went to college, like you don't know how to get into college or like, does that make sense? Or like, you know, the things that you need to do to get that certain job or to get a certain internship. Like for me, like I'll, I'll give an example, like I'm the first in my family to go to college. My family's in the restaurant business and like to them, it would, they would have been like perfectly happy, like me staying in the restaurant business. Right. But like, no, like I wanted to go to college. I wanted to get a degree. I couldn't afford to take free internships. You know, like there were kids who were in college who during the summer, they would get these like really awesome free internships because like they could afford to not work for the summer, but I couldn't afford to not work for the summer. Does that make sense? And so it's like those types of things. It's like, you don't know what you don't know. And it's like, yeah, like that's how people get a leg up in certain things. And again, I just brought this off on a tangent, but it's so, there are so many aspects of our lives that unless you have awareness of them or, or then you learn and you go, Oh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand, you know, why some people are able to rise up the corporate ladder faster than other ones are. (laughs) Right. Like then, then it, then it takes tends to make sense. But I love how you were literally using the dusty phrase about laying on the ground to apply to this metaphorically. Well, that's what it is. I mean, you, you just said it. I mean, and, and I work in, you know, corporate America now I'm doing software sales. Right. But it's about who, you know, and what, you know, right. So if there's somebody that has led the way before and you can actually follow them the right way, then you're going to be good. But when you think about majority of us, and I feel like more often than not, the dusty sons either were raised up by a dusty son, or they didn't have a, a legitimate father figure in the house. They didn't have their father. They're like me. I grew up without a dad. I grew up with a very strong single mom. Same. And same. she was she was amazing, but she couldn't be my dad, mm-hmm. right? And being a young man, I naturally the people I looked up to. You know, I I was raised on hip hop. I was raised on sports. So all I looked at was professional athletes and rappers. So like, and what were they regularly talking about? And what did it mean to be a man according to them? And hence dust. I wanted to be like that right now. There are some amazing rappers that I follow now, and there are some amazing professional, you know, sports players that I know they're, they're great people, God fearing, wonderful parents, but the general sense of you are what you consume, right? Mm -hmm. What, what are these, what are these boys? And especially now with the internet, just you can get anything at any time. What are you regularly listening to? What are you watching? What is going into your eyeballs and into your ears? That's just being held in your brain hostage forever. And is just so hard to actually break out of. It's it's a difficult thing. It really is. I have a 10 year old son and, and actually just yesterday, my husband and I were chatting about the things that he sees on YouTube, whether like he watched, my son watches YouTube, like in our living room. So we're all there together and I know more or less what, what he's watching, but every once in a while, something comes up on YouTube shorts and I was like, Oh no, no, no. What is this? What is this? But yeah, it's, it's, you gotta be careful and you have to be present and you have to be intentional about what they're watching, even as they get older, especially as they get older. Absolutely. That, that intention, I think is the, the whole, the whole point of what we're doing here. I think what you're doing, what I'm doing is, is being purposeful about our parenting, right? This isn't a passive game. I, I, I follow tired dad 
Yeah, um, he's great. I, I think the dude's amazing, right? It makes you cry mm-hmm. for real, yes. like with a seven second video. But he said it and it resonated and it sticks with me still that like if you're, if parenting is hard for you, that's because you're doing it right, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And because it, it, it should be difficult because you're on it all the time, right? My, my wife will, will go out to the park and, you know, she stays on high alert at all times, right? Sound of freedom is real, right? Like we're, we're like always on it. And we get back kind of tired, kind of exhausted. But and it's not because I was out there swinging with them or running around the whole time, which I was probably, but because I'm a big kid anyway. But, you know, we're just, we're on them the whole time, you know? And having purpose, you know, having the why behind it, I think is is what makes what makes parenting great also makes it hard, but yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. The the intentionality is hard work. Being intentional parents is hard work. But worth it. Like like you said, absolutely worth it. Yesterday we were dropping my son off at somewhere. He goes to this like math tutoring thing. And we pulled into the parking lot and my husband looked to me and he said, Look at this parking lot. It's filled with two things. One, $70,000 cars and two shopping carts all over it. And he was like, these are some dusty people. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> you're, they are. <laughs> and, and it's like, I don't know if it's like a certain level of entitlement. I'm not sure what it is, but it's just like littered with, with shopping carts. And you know what? It takes two seconds two seconds to put your your cart back. And like, I do understand sometimes people have disabilities and I do understand sometimes people have small children and it makes a little bit more challenging. But for the most part, the people in that parking lot with their $75,000 cars are not necessarily those people with the newborn babies, right? You're not driving your, you know, newborn baby in your like two-seater Porsche. Uh, I mean, you might be, but Probably not. But it was just so funny that we pulled in and my husband immediately was like, these people are so dusty. Like, they are. (laughs) They are. They are. I thought you'd appreciate that. No, I do. I do. That's definitely true. (laughs) Especially as somebody who worked at Costco and had to pull those carts in. I'm like, come on. Come on, Zen. That's what it is. It it takes, like, especially if you're, like, by yourself, like I said, if you're not with your baby and three kids and stuff like that, or if you, you know, have a disability, it doesn't, it doesn't take much time. Like, it's so important to teach our kids those skills, right? Holding the door open for somebody, holding, you know, putting the, the carts back. Now my son is 10, right? So he's going on 11. So he's able to put the cart back and say, like, okay, you know, or we'll walk it together. But it's so important to build their awareness of those little things because it's going to pay them dividends in their entire life. You know, it's interesting because obviously you talk about like being a girl dad and like raising your daughters so that they don't have relationships with dusty sons. And then there's the, the other woman, Payal. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say her name right, but she does it on the opposite side of it. She has sons that she's teaching to raise their awareness so that when they have partners that they could do the right thing by them. And I love that. And I love that you guys collabed about that. I think it was like a week ago or so. And I thought that was awesome. That was like the collab that everyone was waiting for. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, she, she's definitely done a great job. She, she actually got on the news. They talked about it. You know, she saw some of my videos and she was like, I can do that for my sons. And, and really like this whole thing that that's what all this is about is just trying to get us all to, and that word awareness, like you keep saying words that are buzzwords that are like hitting with me. I'm like, it's making them aware of things, right? You said before, you know, if you're, you're raised up, you know, expecting college because your parents have gone to college, then that's not, you know, weird to you. It's, it's not hard to you. It's exciting. Right. One of my best friends growing up, grew up in a very hardworking, you know, blue collar, you know, building things. And that's all they knew, you know, but he was ready to go to college, wanted to go to college. You know, he's one of, one of seven kids. And so it's, it's not an easy thing. And it was my mom who helped him fill out all the paperwork, right. Cause she had been to college. So I mean, you know, giving them awareness of the things that I'm realizing I should have known a long time ago. Right. I don't know if you know about him, you know, actual like finances, right? That's a big one for me right now, trying to figure out. I'm 34 and I just realized how to actually fill out my W-2, right? Yeah, like, that's, that stuff is hard. <laughs> like they don't teach that kind of stuff in school and they should. They don't, they don't. And we homeschool, so it's different. And, you know, we, we're trying to get those opportunities there. And, well, that's the perfect it, it, opportunity to, to teach them. Yes. And, and it's, it's awesome. My, my, my wife does an incredible job, but what, you know, even outside of this, the schooling sense, education, awareness of things that really matter, right? Uh, emotional intelligence, you know, finances, you know, how to just navigate regular relationships with people, right? I, I have, uh, I have two daughters, right? Six and four. So they're really good about loving each other so hard and fighting so hard. Right. And I grew up by myself. It was just me and my mom. Me so too. I didn't know what it was like to have a sibling. Same. Like, Shout out to that. So, hey, let's go. <laughs> Single moms doing their thing. But I didn't know it was like having a sibling. Right. So I'm trying to give them the skills of like, okay, I know what it's like living with my wife and trying to be the best that I can be with her. You know, we're able to communicate, use our words to push past our feelings, recognize what those feelings are and recognize that they're valid and they matter, but what to do about them too. And not just, you know, go and break stuff, which I have done before, (laughs) you know, but still trying to figure that part out. But that's the giving them awareness to the things that matter more. I, I love the quote, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was by Bruce Lee. He said that, you know, don't give your kids the stuff you never had, right? Most of the time when we grow up, we want to give, you know, oh, I, I never had this, you know, this food or this, you know, this type of TV, uh, whatever. Give them the feelings and the opportunities, the experiences that you never had. This episode is brought to you by Modern Mom Style Box. Upgrade your wardrobe and enjoy unlimited styles for just $60 a month. Modern Mom Style Box is the first rental clothing subscription designed exclusively for moms and moms-to-be. Get started today with a free trial. Use promo code PTO. Yeah, I think that's so beautiful. And and you know, it's funny because you were saying about the experiences, and that can go two ways, and, and I'll break that down. It could be the experiences of like going to Disney World as a family, or it could be the experiences of 
you're having a hard day, your mom sits down and listens to you. Or if you, you know, are down on yourself about something that, that you can be in a safe space because your parents have cultivated that relationship with you where you feel safe enough to be your true self and, and speak about that. So I think experiences could be broken out in two different ways. No, absolutely. And I a hundred percent agree with that. We are a Disney world family. We go <laughs> as often as we can saving up our, our travel hacking points. So we appreciate all the moms who, who hook us up that way, but <laughs> like giving them the, oh, that safe space. That's so huge. Right. I, I think one of the reasons I, and you, I'm, I'm sure your, your mom was the same, but worked her freaking tail off to oh, take care absolutely. of you. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like my mom, my, majority of my life had two jobs, right? Even to this day, she still has two jobs and I'm 34. I'm like, you don't mm-hmm. have to do that anymore, mom. But she mm-hmm. likes her flight benefits because she works for Delta, one of them. Oh, right? that's cool. But, but the, I, I never, it, it wasn't that it wasn't a safe space. It's just, I didn't want to bother her with my emotions, right? Or with my feelings. I'm like, you tired. I don't want to <laughs> let you sleep right now. I'm not going to tell you all the stuff that went on with me. And it's not that we didn't have a great relationship, but being able to cultivate a safe space where we can talk about things and figure it out together. And, you know, me being the dad, I, I said before, I, I, I'm, I'm huge, right? I, it's scary if I get loud. Do I create a space where they run from me or they run to me with their problems? Yeah. And I, I, that's that's really, I think, one of the bigger things that I want to have. I, you know, when they're twenty or you know, in, when they're ten, right? When they're in the, their teens, dealing with whatever they're dealing with. Even if it's, if it's a dumb boy problem, like come talk to me. Like, don't go somewhere else. Like, come yep. to me. I want to yep. be that person. Me too, a- absolutely. And I think all of that is, and I use the word cultivate again. All of that is cultivated now. Your kids are six and four, now's the time to build that foundation so that when they are 10, 11, 12, and they're like, man, school is rough. These girls are being mean to me. I'm on the outside, whatever it happens to be that they come to you and they're like, daddy, can we talk? Can we go for a walk and and talk about this? The other day I was at my son's school and they were having sort of like a graduation ceremony for like kids that are moving on to the next, next grade. And this one girl who is She's probably 11 or 12. She was saying thank you to, she was saying thank you to people. And she was like, thank you to my daddy, because I knew that I could always look to him. And then he would say, mom, we're going to go out for a walk. And then the two of them would go out for a walk. And she said, I would just absolutely spill my guts to them. And I thought to him, and I thought that was the sweetest thing. One, she's telling that story in front of, there were probably a hundred people there that she was sharing that story to. And two, like, what a clever idea. All you just have to say is we're going to go out for a walk. We'll be back. And then that's it. And then the daughter just felt comfortable enough just to go, bleh, you know, word vomit, all, all of those emotions, all of those thoughts that are running through her head. I just thought that was, was so beautiful. And, and that's the kind of relationship that, you know, all parents would, would hope to have with their kids. Absolutely. That, and that's a, that's a beautiful one because my wife, actually, that's one of her favorite memories with her dad is they used to go on walks outside the house or, you know, there's a hiking trail up behind their house when she was younger. And she, that, that was her, her greatest memories of with, with her dad is just walking and talking. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. That's so sweet. All right, it's doubled up. I have to start that now too. See, there you go. Well, (laughs) especially (laughs) as as the girls start to get older, and then they could like you know 
talk more, walk more. It's hard on the little four-year-old legs. They can't go that far. Oh, yeah. And she's my second. So naturally, like, we walk two Daddy, steps. Daddy, carry she's, me. Oh, carry me. <laughs> That's our favorite line. Can I Can I be on your neck? We just got out the car. But, yeah. <laughs> she probably likes being tall, and then she gets to, like, look out and see all the things. That's true. That's true. She's way up there. Yeah, that's so cute. I love that. I used to go on my dad's shoulder sometimes too, when I was really little, really, really little. You know, I would love to know what that feels like at this point. I, yeah. I don't think I've been held since I was probably like four because I've always been big. Right, right. right. When I was thirteen, I was six two. Get so like, out. I've just, I've just always been a big person. So I would love to know what that feels like to actually be carried. I need to talk to Shaq. See if he could just. Pick me up <laughs> I'll, I'll call him for you. <laughs> I'll get him on the line. Oh my God, Eric, I love that. So I wanted to ask you ask you one thing. Well, two things, because again, my mind swirls with so many different questions. The one thing I wanted to ask about was your disclaimer. So you have a disclaimer that for the most part, you put in all of your posts. Can you like explain a little bit about that? Or- oh yeah, for sure. So the disclaimer started because my, my first video that I really took off was a tea party one. Right. I, I said, t- attending tea parties with my daughter. So your dusty son, I'll try to impress her with Golden Corral. Right. And <laughs> I, I it, that one blew up for some reason. But what blew up even more so was people in the comments. And a lot that video and ones after it, there were so many boy moms who thought I was talking directly to them for some reason. My son's not dusty. How dare you? I ain't talking about your son. I'm not talking to your son. I didn't call son, his name. I didn't right? say Addis Jaden. I didn't call him by name. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking directly to you. But I wanted to make sure that it was understood because you know, obviously, anything could be taken any way on the internet. Depends yeah, on how you absolutely. read it, but and what you're feeling at the time. And I never want to shame any boy mom because obviously, I'm a boy. I had a boy mom, right? <laughs> And, yeah. But I have so many, there, and in our, our homeschool co-ops up here, there, there's so many amazing boy moms. You, like, there's fantastic boy moms everywhere, and I love what they're doing. So I wanted to make sure that people understood, look, I'm not talking directly to you. This is actually primarily talking to the boy that was me, right? I'm trying to change the way I am and the way I was, I was so that my kids can have a better opportunity and recognize what they deserve. And then I added a Missy Elliott, you know, line in there. I bet you think this song is about you. Don't you? No, this song ain't about you, right? It's not about you. This is about us being better. It's true. With I mean, no, no hate, no hate to boy moms ever. Like, yeah, I, no, I and, and I know that that's, what's wild about the internet is that people could scroll past and just not care and go about their day, but they somehow feel the need to dig their heels in and just go all in on something that has absolutely nothing to do about them. Sometimes I think it's a guilty conscience. You know, I always like to think that it says more about them as people, the commenter, than it does about us as the creator or the message that we're trying to do. That could definitely be true because I, I have a lot of uh, very, <laughs> very awesome loyal followers who will jump on them right afterwards yes. too. They, they, they Your go people out. are great about that because like I said, I noticed like with, with our collab video, like I am seeing like who's commenting on what and like who's jumping in and sometimes you get some like legit trolls, male trolls that are talking about oh, yeah. all kinds of like nonsense, but then the women, you know, come right back in and, and 
put them in their place. And so it's nice to see that. They, they do it. And and I and that's the main thing is I don't ever want it to this to be thought of as like a negative series or trend because it's it's deeper than what I say and, and it's and it's deeper past. And obviously I was raised, you know, pretty sarcastic. So <laughs> most of my stuff like it's partially a joke, but there's a lot of realness to it. And the, you know, having and I got so much respect for boy moms, man. My just seeing boys out there, non-dusty ones, there's just so much energy. It's just a whole nother level of things. <laughs> a lot of energy. And I'm like, you know, the people ask, like, oh, yeah, 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 watch, watch when you have a son. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I've been blessed with my daughters. I love them so much. I would be happy with a healthy child if we have a boy, but can I have girls though, please? Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> My uncle actually has five children. He has four girls and a boy. The boy was the youngest one. That's wild. It's wild. Yeah, it was. It was wild. It's a lot of. I mean, now they're big. Now they're actually they're your age now, so they're all grown up and starting to have kids of their own. But it was it was wild when it was a lot of it was a lot of screaming in their house. But it's it was like different. Like girl screaming is different from boy screaming. It's like higher oh, yeah. pitched, you know. Oh yeah. It's it's where you come running because you think something's wrong, but oh, they're just playing a game. Yeah, you're like, oh no, we were just doing dollies. You're like, oh my god, that was dollies. <laughs> Is the dolly dead? What exactly. happened? Oh my goodness. Exactly, exactly. Eric, you are so amazing. I could literally chat with you all day. Tell everyone what's next for you and where we can find you online. Well, you can find me online at girl dad underscore e girl daddy. That's me. All of the socials. Instagram is my primary. So if you want to see the main things, that's that's where I'm at. I am in the works on I, I'm publishing some some things. I'm, I want to get to writing like you wonderful authors that are out there. I was raised as a writer and a reader. So I'm, I'm writing a couple of things. So to be on the lookout for those. Got an ebook coming for undusting. But also just more, I, I, I mean, I'm going to keep going with the dusty sun because it's you really should. not a trend. It's, it's not a trend. I know people are using the word trend. Like it's just life. Like it's I got so life. much dust on me that I have to get out of here. Get it off. Get and, it off. It's years of dust probably, right? It's like it's, a, like it's a whole years. adolescence of dust. Like it's not even dusty. It's just caked on there. You know, something you got to scrape off. It's, it's work. So we're going to be at this for a while. I got other series coming up though, where uh, you know, definitely going to be incorporating, letting people see my wonderful wife as well. And just where, cause it, a lot of it is about, you know, me being a girl dad, obviously, but you know, being a, a great husband is essential to me raising my daughters to know what they deserve because they see it from how I treat her and I always need to treat her better. So I'm going to be bringing those there too. I noticed there was one the other day that you did about laying on the couch together. And uh, I thought that was really, really sweet. I loved that one. What do you say to people who say like, well, it shouldn't be like partner based or partner specific. Like you want to raise good kids just for the sake of raising good kids. What do you say to them? I mean, you're going to have relationships when you grow up, whatever type of relationship that is. Right. And we have to treat people right in any way, shape or form, but they also have to know how they deserve to be treated as well. So it really doesn't matter. Like no offense to y'all, but like <laughs> I'm raising my daughters with 
you know, it, and people have gotten into this whole gender role war type conversation. Like, look, to make a house run, to make whether that's you're in a relationship, whether you're living together, you're married, whether you're college roommates, right? Everybody knows who sucks and who's great in the relationship. <laughs> yep. I don't want my kids to be the one that suck and I want them to give the best, but also recognize when people suck towards them that they don't deserve that, that they can do something about that and, and, and do differently and yeah. receive differently there too. Absolutely. You know, a few weeks ago I had this woman on the podcast, her name is Brooke Romney and she wrote a book called, I hope I don't butcher this. It's like 52 modern manners for today's teens. And now she also just wrote like a children's version of that. I highly recommend it. And I think you would really appreciate it because it's teaching those social skills and it's like a flip calendar kind of book. So each week you have like a different skill to work on. And I love it. We actually have it in our kitchen. And like each week I flip and I like say to my son, like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about, you know, each or like focus on each week. And that things are so helpful and so useful. Like, obviously it's written for like teenagers and the new one is for little children, but like, it's helpful for adults. Like one this week happens to be like, be on time. You're like, oh, that's a great, yeah, of course. Another one is like, if your friends, like, well, the overarching one is like, find new friends. Sometimes you're hanging out with some toxic people. Guess what? You don't need to go find some new friends. And so each week it has different things. And I haven't seen the children's version yet because it's like just in the process of coming out but she told me she was going to send it to me but i may uh you know give give you send you a copy or have her send you a copy because it it is so helpful it's so useful because it goes back to all of those things about building awareness on these individual things that like as parents sometimes we take for granted like if we're not the ones to teach our kids you need to put back the shopping cart in the parking lot who's going to teach them they don't just magically know these things, right? It's on us to build the awareness, just like everything that you're saying, Eric. No, that's exactly right. I mean, I grow so, and yes, I would definitely love a copy. Please <laughs> okay. send me that. Yeah. But I, I would growing up as a you know growing up fatherless was and and trying to figure out what it means to actually be a man, right? And 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 take care and have your responsibilities actually live with somebody who you didn't just listen to because they were your mom and you had to, right? Working on listening skills and actually building a relationship with someone and and attributing to it, right? Not just being waited on hand and foot. It takes practice. It takes research. It takes study. Like One of the biggest things I, I could say, and I know to, we're towards the end here, is this is the most important job I will ever have in my life. Well, jobs, being a husband and being a father, right? That's what matters the most. So if you were in school and there was something that you had no idea about, like for me, it was econ, okay? Yes. I had no idea what macro really ec economics was. <laughs> it's the worst. It's I was so sitting there bad. like, what are you talking about? I haven't heard any of these words before. I haven't like what it, why is this book four hundred dollars and four hundred pages yes. of small text? I did like, really, really poorly in econ. <laughs> I was right there with you. Accounting too, right? It was terrible. Same, same, same. Like I, I failed them both, right? In college when I should have actually knew how to study. But I put so much work into getting that C, 
I studied with tutors. I read extra. I watched videos online back when Facebook was like the main thing and like met with the professor. So if I'm coming into something that I have no idea about, I still have no idea about, then yes, I would love that flip that flip calendar, that chart. I'm going to read as much as possible. I'm going to learn from people like you and other podcasts that are out there. I just spoke to the Modern Man podcast as well. It's awesome. like, what what is it, you know, what do these things mean and how do I get better? It's study, it's research, it's practice. Like you got to put everything into this because this is really the most important thing in the world, in, in your world uh, that it should be. Yeah. So well said, Eric Taylor, thank you so much for being here today. It's been my honor. It's been awesome, Tara. You're pretty dope. You know that? Thanks for listening to today's episode of Modern Mom Probs. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive in today's problem with me, your host, Tara Clark. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing another great guest and tackling another modern mom problem. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and a rating. As always, you could head over to Modern Mom Probs on Instagram and give me a follow or check out my book, Modern Mom Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, available online wherever books are sold. Well, that's it for today. See you next time, folks.